The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I'm your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to the show, and the Raiders are 2-1, and one, heading into the fourth game of the season. It's almost over the first quarter of the season. I can't believe it. That and more here on show 465. All right, Raider Nation, before we get into the show, the Raiders, as you well know, have cut Marcel Reese. We were all wondering, you know, he's the Raiders Raider. He's always going to be a Raiders Raider, just like Gannon, uh, just like, you know, many other Raiders that have played for this team. Great guy, and he'll probably be around for a while, too, because Mark Davis is going to give him a job. Uh, once he's finished with football. I don't know where he's going from here, but the best of luck, man. This guy suffered through some bad teams, and it's just bad timing that he was let go just as we're starting to come up. And another story, a newsflash, not so fast, Vegas. The Las Vegas Anti-Tax League and a few other organizations are mounting a huge campaign to put the kibashi on the hotel tax for the new Raider Stadium. Well, all I can say is, neener, 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 <laughs> until a shovel of dirt is thrown in that direction, I ain't buying none of it. <laughs> and the Raiders signed a rotational defensive lineman, a Dominique something rather, not sure. Uh, let's hope he can play. He's a rookie, he's young, he's 26. Uh, six foot four, three hundred pounds, kind of light for the line, but he could be a player. You never know. Diamond in the rough, uh, but we do need some help on that line for our pass rush. All right, let's just get into what's on this show. All right, Raider Nation. On today's show, we will have the post game for the titans that were not so titanic in this game what a difference in a team unbelievable great job coaching staff i have to say after scolding them last week a pregame for the ravens another bird Ka-ka! Ka-ka! i mean how many birds do we have to play in a season Anyways, Joe Flacco and the Ravens are waiting at the nest for the Oakland Raiders to travel to Baltimore to face the uh, Vivid Purple. We're going to hit on that. This game, I think we can win. And, of course, the bone line is on fire. And we'll hit those guys, too. All right, let's move it. All right, let's get on the post game for the Raiders. Second win of the season. Amazing performance, to say the very least. Before I start talking about the game, let me talk about RNOM. Let me take talk to you about the Raider Nation in Memphis. 
who came out big, represented solid like they always do every time we play. Great times, great friends, great family. You could see it. Check it out on YouTube. They were having a blast. And that's just a hint of the partying that was going down in Tennessee. Telling you now, the Raider Nation runs thick and deep in Memphis. All right, the game. <laughs> Holy guacamole. Near, 90, near 95 degrees, 58% humidity, 60 probably. Hot as hell for both teams. The hurry-up offense was enacted, and the Raiders' defense was different. The difference with the defense of the Oakland Raiders was Corey James, who played a great game. So did Carl Joseph, who actually was the beast we expected with 10 tackles in his first performance in the NFL. The guy is a rocket ship, man, and he's really a quick player. Loving that combination. All right, let's talk uh, Raider defense, obviously. Bill, what, what did you think uh, with Corey James's performance as he went to the starting middle linebacker and they, they took Ben Heaney to the sideline? How did you well, think 57 played? I thought he played really well. You, you know, you look at a rookie coming in, first game, being able to step in and start, it wasn't perfect, but I liked the way he stepped up in the running game. Hitting yeah, people. Oh yeah. He was hitting people, and he was aggressive tackling or aggressive attacking the line of scrimmage, and that's what you like to see. Yeah, I, think, yeah, I thought the fits were a little bit better, Bill. But let's let, let, let's let's face it, Papa. This is a this team. They played the Tennessee Titans. They are a good running team. Still, Demarco Murray had 114 yards. They had what gave up like 180, I think, total. So the Raiders still. Let's not get it mistaken. We talked about this going into last week, going into this game. We said the two teams that they're playing. They played against the Saints. We talked about Drew Brees, finesse team. You talked about Atlanta. We showed Atlanta last night to show you they can still score some points. Another finesse team. This last week, who they play against? Tennessee Titans. We said it was going to be a physical, a team that can run the ball, a team that's going to be that's going to stand up there, can't score a lot of points, and that's so it, that's what held true. The Tennessee Titans couldn't score a lot of points, but that was a physical game, and it was good because the Raiders were able to match intensity. They played better in the secondary, but still, they got a lot of improvement to do. You know, it comes down to eight-man fronts versus seven-man yeah. fronts, and how many times are you going to commit that strong safety sure, in the box. up into the box to make sure you're more secure versus the run versus the pass? I had a defensive coordinator when I was in Philly, and I loved his mindset. Let him take the taxi to the end zone. Yeah. Don't let him take the airplane. I like that. And to me, may you know, if they have to take the taxi, run the football, it's a lot harder running the football to the end zone. And Carl Joseph did uh, start at strong safety. The Raiders actually brought him from depth and let him come downhill a little bit because he's little, and if you're just playing him in the box, it's easier to get a body on him. We'll talk about him in a moment. But getting back to Corey James, Bill, He's an intriguing guy to me. Even going back to training camp, I just you know he's fast. If you keep him clean and don't have a body on him, uh, he can get to the ball and he will tackle you. Now, if he he has a hard time getting off a block a little bit, he still jumps in the wrong hole. But talk about his upside as a Mike linebacker because at Colorado State he was an edge guy. He was a he was a stacked linebacker. He rushed off the edge. They didn't move him to middle linebacker until last fall when they had some injuries. They had to make him a Mike. So he's still learning how to play in the middle and see the whole field. 
He looks like, at least in the base, they'll have to sub him out of the nickel. His lack of speed does show up, and you have a sub package to cover him there. But just as far as a run middle linebacker, Bill, he looks okay, doesn't he? Absolutely. You know, to me, if if you want to be able to be stout against the run and be able to cover the pass, there aren't many guys that can do both of, of those things. And this is a guy that moves really well. I saw him accelerate a few times. I'm like, wow, this guy really moves well. And when you have a guy that moves that well, you're going to give up a little bit, usually you know, attacking the line of scrimmage. But if you keep them clean, I'd yeah. rather have those big guys grab two, sure. you know, and so the middle linebacker can step up and just make the plays, clean up. I think what now that he's on film and the league sees who Corey James is, they're going to they're gonna block to the second level. So speak to that being a fullback. You know they may have the center slip the front and go get 57 because the one thing I saw – you know, Bill calls it the Velcro where you stick on a block. If you do block him, it's hard for him to get off the block. But if he's clean, he'll hunt you down. Yeah, and that's what Bill's saying. You got to be able to cause a pal. That 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 one technique's got to be able to grub, kind of grab that, grab the guard and hold the center and kind of turn. And sometimes they get called holding. So what? You want to keep that Mike linebacker clean because yeah, you called it, Bob. But this is what they would do. They want to deuce block and ace block. That means the guard in the center ace a block up to the up to the Mike linebacker. That's when that that's when that one technique. He's got to keep him clean because if he that's what Ray Lewis used to always yell at those big boys, Sarah Goose and him. He Sam would Adam. yeah, Sam, like yell at him, keep him off me. I mean, <laughs> this guy is yelling. I, you guys, I, I told, I know I told you the story of this, but we did a study of him when we were in Denver, yeah. our offensive coaches, on how many times Ray Lewis was blocked that year, and it was nine times. <laughs> Yeah. The entire year. You laid a finger on him? Guys, <laughs> right. And yeah. those guys up front had a job to do, to take two. Yep. And that, yeah. that, that, so your answer to that question, Bob, that's it. You got to keep the guy clean because you're right. If they get on him, they'll maul him. And let me just give some uh, kudos to Nelson, interception. Emerson was all over the place. Let me tell you, Hayden was playing hard. Smith looked good. He got an interception, and he ripped the ball away from the offensive player. That was gutsy, and it was really the Raider way. T.J. Carey played awesome, and when they got the middle linebackers cross-blitzing, that would be Bruce Irvin and Corey James, which they brought up from, from uh, well, they, they put him on the first string, and he played a hell of a game. Way better than Heaney at this point in his career. The defense won the game for the Oakland Raiders, although the offense came out strong in the first half to put up all the points pretty much and faded quickly thereafter uh, in the second half. Zero second half points. Any concerns with your offense? Did you get too conservative? And Or do we need to officially give the opponent a little bit of credit out there too? Yeah, there wasn't anything conservative. We had a touchdown called back. Yeah, uh, you know, we you know we definitely uh, continue to throw the ball down the field. Um, no, I think I think we just uh, you know we missed some things and uh, had some drives get stalled, whether it be drops or missed opportunities, and um, you know it, it just played out that way. But uh, we did enough on the day and and uh, moved the ball well enough, scored enough to to come out of there with a W, and that's what we were after. Got to take it off to Musgrave for calling a much more aggressive game in the beginning. 
something I certainly didn't expect, and it didn't look like the Titans expected it either. The O-line, crazy. <laughs> crazy. Assembly, what a beast. The whole line played excellently, as you could tell, by Murray and Washington and Richard running like crazy all over the place. We uh, saw another good day on the ground, 123 rushing yards. He got 445 on the season. That's the second most in football, second best running attack in football. Again, these are officially very, very good things. You know, you talked about how you were going to ride the hot hand, but you spent this week spreading a lot of those touches throughout what I think is a very deep and talented backfield. How happy are you with that entire stable? Well, I think it's uh it's it's a good group of guys. You know, and there you know, a lot of different uh talent in there, uh different talents in there and um you know, they're all getting a chance to play and all getting a chance to help us win and uh so yeah, we're we're pleased with the group and I think what makes it all go is what you do up front and um you know, Vidal uh, comes in, you know, this week is uh, is our fifth right tackle to line up at right tackle for us this season. <laughs> And uh, and did a great job in the game and really graded out very well. So, um, you know, we're we're pleased with the way the guys have been able to kind of step up, step in, and keep keep on churning. You know, a lot of people thought that DeAndre Washington was going to be the kind of back who is a real change of pace guy outside the tackles, get him in space, watch him make a move. He runs like a starting running back. I mean, he looks like he's very comfortable going in a gap, b gap around the tackle. That guy can play. Yeah, we we you know when we drafted him, um, you know a lot of other people kind of called him a change of pace guy, but we we see a guy that I mean he he can tote it and he can he can go in, inside or outside and and he can and he can handle a a large workload. So yeah, we think he's a good good football player. And in fact, in, you know we've got a bunch of those that rookies from this rookie class that are playing right now and, uh, and doing a nice job for us. Let's not forget Crabtree. The guy is a miracle worker on third downs. This is our go-to guy for sure. Cooper played a great game as well. I still am concerned about his drop passes. If he could just hold on to those balls, I mean, he would be insane. Insane. I just think the Raiders in this game are starting to get it. Let's just hope that the team is starting to gel, like I said, at the beginning of the season, it's going to take four games to see who we really are. So we're coming into the fourth game of the season, and it's looking like, and I hope that I'm right, that the offense and the defense are starting to smooth it up. The defense is starting to see where they're supposed to be. They're starting to trust each other, especially in that secondary. We got pressure on the quarterback this time. That was refreshing. Uh, you know, this play, this team played very differently this game. You're seeing glimpses of a good football team. You know, I think all three phases, we, we want to be good in all three phases. We want to, you know, play complimentary football. We want to, want to help the team win any way we can each week. And, uh, you never know which phase is good. You know, may have a rough time. Uh, maybe the matchups are tough against it. Uh, whatever it might be, you know, whatever the case is, we need to come out of there, you know, winning the games and finding a way to win two of those three phases. And if we can win all three, great. But uh, find a way to win two of those three phases and find a way to get wins. Jack Del Rio here on ninety-five-seven, the game. And I'll say this: kudos to the entire team, offense, defense, special teams played awesome. I mean, uh, really. 
Those kicks, some of those kicks were pretty damn good. Marquette King, coverage was good. Amazing game. Murray making the, that run to the to the uh, the end zone. Clive Wolford, you know, he's giving it up. We got to have a little more action from him, however. So I just think the Raiders in this game showed who they could be with a marginal defense. Defense wasn't great, but the defense did one thing great all game, and that was on third down. They held a third and long. They heard a third and medium. They could hold this team on third down. That is what we needed to win this game. We will need every bit of that and a little bit more for the next game. But that's what I was saying last podcast. The Raiders just need a marginal, you know, average defense with our offense clicking all the way. We could be very dangerous in this league. Derek Carr has just got crazy scrambles about him. He almost looks like he's got the ability to extend a play like Brett Favre. And I know that that's an awful lot. You probably would say, don't say that. You don't want a young quarterback hearing that. But he is unbelievable when it comes to creating time and space for himself. Yeah, he he has a great sense of the pocket. And, um, and uh, I, you know, I give him a lot of credit for that. Uh, extending a play when he can, when he needs to, um, you know, buying a little time. And the great thing about it is his eyes are remaining downfield. I mean, he's he remains a passer while he's doing that. So, you know, some guys, they'll, they'll take off and they'll run, but that's all they're going to do. They're not going to look up and – and to survey the field. I mean, Derek Derek is uh, is continuing to be a thrower uh, and remain a passer as he goes, you know, moving around in the pocket. I'm guessing you're uh, very happy with his eye level. We're very pleased with the way he's playing. And um, you know, I mean, yesterday we missed some things that uh, that we expect to hit. And uh, but but uh, you know, we'll we'll sharpen up and get ready to go this next week. I got to say, kudos to the entire team. They squeezed out a win. I mean, Mariota was trying to make it happen all the way. We were lucky. We were lucky a couple times because, um, you know, we just were. So we can't have games like this that are coming down to the wire. But let me say this. We got the W. We did it right. The defense came to play. I got no complaints at all. You know we have some improvements to make. But damn, what a game. Three turnovers. Three turnovers. Our defense was awesome. You know, they weren't missing things. They were staying on track, staying in their line, doing their job. It was nice to see the defense coagulate a little bit. Uh, That's a nice touch in this game. They're going to need every bit of it for the next game. So, good job, Raiders. Uh, Amazing that we're 2-1. and I told you earlier I'd be really surprised. And look at where we are. I'm really surprised that the hurry-up offense of the Tennessee Titans didn't sink our boat. Uh, They went to hurry up, and it didn't make a difference. The Raiders are ready for it (laughs) for the first time I can remember. So uh, kudos to the coaching staff, Ken Norton and company, uh, Coach Del Rio, for putting their fingers together and their minds together and getting this thing worked out. Uh, Good job, Raiders, and that is all I have to say about that. All right, let's do the pregame for, yes, another bird, the Ravens. 
draft all the rookies. The NFL the Oakland Raiders travel to Baltimore. Another another hot, damp <laughs> game in store for Oakland. The Baltimore Ravens are one of a very few, I think, five teams are three and zero at this point in the season. But really, <laughs> they have beat the Bills to a score of thirteen to seven. They beat the Brownies. 25 to 20. That was a squeaker game. Just barely got out with a W. And then they beat the Jaguars 19 to 17. And the Jaguars are nothing like they were last season. And, uh, well, neither are the Bills. So my statement here is they're 3 and 0, but look who they've played. They haven't played anybody with too much skill or too much. Well, too much of anything, really. Joe Flacco is not a great quarterback. He has had a lot of trouble. And they're singing his praises for completions and that, but he's 64.4%. That's not that good. I mean, Carr is better. In this season, uh, Flacco's thrown three TDs and four interceptions. Four stupid ones, to say the least. The running game against the Jaguars was a mere 50 yards against a team that's been gashed by everybody else. Their defensive line, pretty good with the run so far this season. But look again at the statistics. They have not met up against any running back like Murray, Washington, or Richard. Their secondary is pretty strong. You know, they had good wide receivers. They got Steve Smith. They got a lot of players that can certainly make plays. They also have Mike Wallace, which is not a bad wide receiver, and he's a big-time deep threat uh, for the Oakland Raiders to be watching. Up. Dennis Pitta is another player that we have to be concerned with because he is a great tight end. He's consistent, and he's their third-down magic machine, and he's someone that, uh, well, they're going to look to to get it done. So their team isn't bad. I mean... They have Justin Forsett, of course, as a running back. But their offensive line isn't as good because we took their number one player uh, last year, <laughs> who incidentally, assembly is ready to play his own teammates. He knows them, and he's ready to play now. They got Terrell Suggs back, um, Elvis Doomerville. Uh, they got some good players. Eric Weddle, Latarius Webb. If you go 3-0 and on the road to start this season, my God. Well, slow your roll, though. This is going to be – this is by far the hardest game of the four. When the season schedule came out, I, I thought you had to deal with New Orleans offense in the first game. I like their chances in the middle, too. You wound up getting tripped up at home against Atlanta. But this Baltimore team – and last year it was an odd game because Baltimore's defense was not very good. The Raiders actually had to get in a shootout to beat them. But they did, and they they won the game late on the touchdown pass to Seth Roberts. But the, this Baltimore team now, this is a different team, and they're they're offensively, they're struggling. I'm I'm watching them back this morning to get a feel for it. I don't, Flacco is not completely over the ACL tear. He did scramble out to his left to score a touchdown, but I don't see him dropping back the way he normally does. 
Uh, looks like he's better on the deep balls where the short stuff. Uh, he's still having a little problem getting into his drops. They, they have a lot. Steve Smith Sr., we thought, you know, when we saw him last year, he, he said before the year it was his final year in the NFL, and then he went out in that game. Uh, it was week two last year we played him at home. He, he just, he looked like, I, I hadn't seen him that many times against the Raiders in Carolina. I've only seen him a couple of times, and he was always kind of a mouthy guy. And, he fights his own teammates, and I never – I came away so impressed with him in that game. Uh, I thought he's he, – he may be the best undersized receiver the NFL has ever known. At his size, 5'9", to play as tough as he does, to run every route, contest on the comebacks, he is just a bitch. He is a tough guy. But then he got hurt, tore the uh, Achilles late in the year, and he thought he was done. And he's not done. He's back. He's not. He's not the same player, though. He's not. He's not getting in and out of his breaks the same. Uh, it looks like it's bothering him. They do bring in Mike Wallace, though, who gives Flacco a, a deep threat. Mike Wallace was a, a, a one of the fastest guys in football when he was a Pittsburgh Steeler. He was a great compliment to Antonio Brown. And then he got paid to go to Miami, and he was exposed to Miami to what he is. He's not. He's not a guy that can change direction. He's a straight line receiver, but. Well, the one thing I said was when he was a free agent, he needs to go to Baltimore and go to Joe Flacco. And two weeks later, he went to Joe Flacco. As Flacco, as the uh, Tom Brady has a great deep arm, one of the best in football history. They don't throw it much. He doesn't have receivers that get deep as much. But Flacco with Mike Wallace is a, a big combination. And that scares me because they're going to attack Sean Smith over the top. And they're going to go deep. Now, Mike Wallace is not, he's not a, 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 a gifted receiver as far as all the routes. Uh, and he can drop a ball, but he has straight line speed to run, you know, the go route, uh, the skinny post, the post. He can run all the deep stuff, deep ends. So he, he's going to be, this is going to be totally different than Tennessee because he, he can get over the top of you. And then they got Dennis Pitta, the tight end. Crockett Gilmore killed the Raiders last year. Max Williams, the, uh, the young guy from Minnesota, the round two pick a few years ago. Uh, Pitt is coming back from an injury, as is Steve Smith Sr., as is Flacco. Uh, their running game is okay. They're, they're, offensively, they've just been okay. Defensively, they they were not a good defense last year, and they're back to being Raven ferocious. They are, and they're faster than typical Raven defenses. When you played them before, Townie, they they didn't just try to tackle you. They tried to hurt you. They they were the most physically violent Defense and it was started when Ray Lewis got there in the early 2000s, but it continued for years and years where they were, they were just ruthless. They were just mean suckers, and now they got a little more modern where they can run a little bit. Terrell Suggs is not the player he used to be, but they'll blitz more. They got C.J. Mosley playing in the middle. This guy Zachary Orr, they'll they'll blitz him. Uh, Jernigan, and I don't know where he's going to line up. Where if Kalechi will have him, but that'll be an all-day sucker. Uh, you know, they, they've got good corners. The one guy is Sharice Wright. They brought in, and I think the Raiders may be able to attack him. Uh, just kind of glancing at him and knowing his history a little bit, I think that's a guy they can go after. Uh, the other corner, Jimmy Smith, is a really good player. Sharice uh, Wright was with the 49ers last year. I, I, we watched him for years in San Diego. That was a pretty good player. He did not play well last year in San Francisco. And I think that the, the, the Raiders may be able to target him a little bit. Uh, Ladarius Webb, who was a very good corner, I'm not sure why they, they moved him. He, he has had some injuries in his career, uh, had a back injury. They made him a, a safety. Uh, he's playing free safety now, 
And then you got Eric Weddle, who uh, a former Charger, who I wanted. The Raiders wanted to get Eric Weddle before they settled for Reggie Nelson much later in free agency. So th- this is by far the best defense the Raiders have played yet. I mean, it's not even close. And they're fast. Uh, it's going to be difficult to throw the ball on them. But you've got Amari, and you've got Crabtree, and, uh, you know, we'll see if they're going to be able to run the ball. The, 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 the most fascinating aspect of this game is Kelechi Osemele going back into M&T Bank Stadium, and he is going to want to kill all these guys. They're friends. He knows them all. He was a Raven. But he, he's you worry about him playing too amped up because the guy's just an animal, and he wants to kill everybody. But he's going to want to kill everybody in purple on Sunday. So I don't know who he's going to have, whether it be Jernigan or the other guy, Lawrence Guy, or maybe the nose, Brandon Williams. I think he'll have some of the outside guys as well. Maybe he'll, he'll, he'll uh, block T-Sizzle a little bit, Mosley. He's just going to be amped up. So the physicality of Kelechi Osemele going back to Baltimore trying to KO his whole former uh, mm-hmm. defense. And they'll, they'll give you the overload pressure. Dean Peace is their coordinator there. They'll do a lot of walking around. Uh, Tennessee did not do that as much as I, as I thought they would. Uh, but Baltimore will. They'll, they'll give you a lot of guys just walking around, so you don't know who's coming. I mean, you kind of know who's coming. You know, Suggs is going to come, right? You know, so he just treat him as though he's up. But they, they kind of walk around. They overload. Four guys are over to your left and one guy's to your right. And you're like, how do we, you know, who's the mic? How do you block this? They're overloading. It's going to be loud. So this is going to be, this is by far the most difficult game Uh it's you know as far as their defense, this is the best defense. I mean they're number two in the NFL overall. They're fourth in points. It's hard to run on them. Uh, you have to block it up. And and Derek, I think to to score on them, you're going to have to you know throw the ball and maybe attack Sharice Wright the way they attack Parrish Cox. But it's this is going to be a challenge. I mean if they if they get this game, I will be really really excited about a tremendous year. If they can get to 3-1 and one and go 3-0 and oh on the road and win this game in that stadium, the Raiders have never beaten Baltimore as the Ravens at M&T Bank Stadium, whatever the hell it's been called throughout the years. They've never gone in and win, and it's usually just a physical battle. John Harbaugh is a great special teams coach, the head coach, so they're good on teams. they got a great kicker. Tucker's a good kicker. Sam Cook's been a good punter for years. they got Devin Hester uh, to return their kicks and punts. So this, this is going to be... A real battle. I, I, they slipped last year. They got a lot of injuries. The quarterback had a bad injury. Steve Smith Sr. had a bad injury. The tight end had a bad injury. T. Sizzle had a bad injury. A couple of times he's torn his Achilles. So, they, you know, there are areas to attack them, but uh, they are a really good defense and by far, 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 much better than the Saints, obviously. Horrible Falcons. Tennessee, though they were, you know, teams weren't scoring on them. They don't have Baltimore's personnel. So Baltimore has the scheme. They have the personnel. And uh, if they win this game, Tony, I am mm-hmm. going to be really excited that this is a good football team because this is going to be a hard game. I'm not saying that the the Ravens are going to be a pushover or an easy team to beat or any of that, but I'm saying this. The Oakland Raiders are designed to beat this team. They're set up to put the Ravens back in the cage because – if we can unleash our offense and have a flowing offense like we did against the Titans, a little bit better, less drops. If we can have that same running game and keep pounding the rock, this game we could win. we got to start fast like we did last game. You know, when you're ahead in a game, it really puts a lot of pressure on the other team. 
when you can score a touchdown or two-score lead, you really put a lot of fear in the other team, and they don't perform well most of the time. I think the Raiders' game plan should be the same as last week. Polish up the defense like we did. A little more work on that. Some more work on the offense. And I think this team, if it's doing what I think it's doing, should be able to go into the Ravens' nest and kick some ass and take the W. And then come home 3-1 and one with some serious momentum and some serious possibilities of making the playoffs and all those things that we've been waiting for for a very long time. Let's see if it happens. The Raiders have played well on the road lately. And if we can keep that up, it's going to be a crazy season. I know we're traveling a lot. I think Del Rio's got a good plan. I I think the guys don't mind playing away because they look like they're pretty happy in these away games. So I think we can win it. And uh, man, if we do, it's going to be crazy. The bandwagon is already full. It's going to get packed. There's going to be standing damn room only on that mofo. I love it. I love it. I love it. Let's go, Raiders. Let's get this victory. Uh, we can do it. I think if you solve that uh, hurry-up offense problem, because these guys do it too. They do it in weird times. And here's another thing I want to throw in here. You know what? I am always hate playing the Ravens. I can't stand that asshole Harbaugh. If you remember, I will remind you guys that a few years ago, they were beating the living daylights out of us, and there was no reason for it. Instead of going for the field goal, they went for two points. It was like some sneaky play, and they didn't even need them because they were beating us so bad. I think that's classless. I don't think that has... They talk a lot about this coach and his class and his bravado. Fuck him. He's a punk. He's a, he punked us. I hope we can take it to his house and kick his ass. Because I think that shit is bullshit. And uh, we should make him rue the day that he ever did that shit to the Oakland Raiders. We should stick it to him every time we play him. And that is all I have to say about that. All right, let's get to the bone line. (laughs) That's for sure. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Get on the bone line, ladies. Let's go, girls. Let's get on it now. <laughs> I can't believe it. You got to listen to this damn show and not give your own opinion. You know what I'm saying. All right, let's see who's first on the show. And our first caller, my very good brother. Right a D from the IE. That's the Inland Empire for all those who don't know. What's up, brother? Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is your boy, Raider Deep from the IE. I'm calling on Thursday. I just listened to the podcast after the Falcons game. I didn't call uh, earlier because, you know what, I didn't have shit good to say, um, and I didn't want to fucking bring the show down, but now that I listen to the show, I'm fucking feeling so fucked up by it. I figure I'd call in if I make the next show cool. If not, I'll probably call it the next game because we're going to kick Tennessee's ass. And I'll tell you why. Because that fucking 
clown who called and said he was John Madden. You know what? Dude, I don't know. I don't know why I can't just get over this, so I'm just going to say it. Fuck you, dude. Sound like a fucking idiot. Bring bring your money, bro. Bet your money on Tennessee and watch your ass go broke. I have pissed me off. And I heard a few people, man, talk about the team is garbage and blah, blah, blah. The defense sucks. It looks real, real bad. The offense is nice. We got to hold teams to 21 points and we'll win. Because we're going to score 28 or more. All right. Uh, I'm going to call probably after the next game. Um, hopefully, you know, I can say something decent. Right now, you know, I just feel like saying, fuck everything. It's your boy, Ray D. I'm out. Yeah, I hope that guy bet the house <laughs> that the Titans were going to win. Uh, that's funny shit, bro. Yeah, you know what? We have to let those kind of guys in the show to let you know, you know, what we listen to at times. And uh, we want to share that with the nation. <laughs> but it's funny. We kicked their ass. It was a good win. I think we could beat the Ravens too, brother. So keep smiling, man. You know, we're 2-1 and one, no matter what the hell anybody says. We could be 3-1. and one, And then we'll shut a lot of people up. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller, my very good brother as well. You know him. Nebraska Raider. Is up in the house. What's happening, bro? Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Nebraska Raider in the house, man. Uh, the, uh, the defense must have got a bitch slapping last week because the defense really stood up and did what they had to do this week, man. I, I still think, uh, as the last podcast, as you expressed and many others expressed, Bill Musgrave, which I actually had a chance to meet while I was in Oakland at an In-N-Out Burger. Um, and he seems like a real humble guy, but his play calling is very conservative and BS. It was a little less that this time because we actually went down the field. Um, I think that uh, that was due to an influence on the uh, head coaching part. But anyhow, I think that... Uh, I think that our defense is, is starting to gel. I mean, uh, what what do we have, two, three interceptions this game? That was nice to see. Um, there was a couple BS calls uh, on that. Uh, well, at least I'll point out one on that Reggie Nelson uh, interception return. He did not step out of bounds, as we all saw, and we got screwed out of three points. Well, who knows? We could have got screwed out of seven points. But at least we got screwed out of three points on that. So, um, with that being said, all, everybody else, hey, thank you, Money Man Raider has spoken. Uh, called in last week. Thank you for calling in, even if it was a short one, and you didn't dog on car. So, you got your shit together on that one. So, um, everybody else, I was out in Oakland last week. Um, fucking awesome. I felt, even though I was so far away from home, I felt like I was at home. It was absolutely amazing. Got to meet Raider Greg for the second time. Uh, Juan the Bendito uh, up at uh, Bad Boys Barbecue. Everything was just absolutely amazing. And if any of you Raider fans out there have never made it to an Oakland tailgate party, man, fucking do it because it is amazing. And uh, they know how to do it big. They just know how to do it, man. 
It's so uh, it's absolutely awesome. And uh, with that being said, fucking Raiders, let's go. Two and one it should be fucking three and zero, oh, but two and one, baby, love it. Uh, Raider Nation, this is Nebraska Raider, and I am out. Well, there you go, man. He says it like he is, and like it is, it anyway. The tailgate's off the chain. It was great to see you, brother. I know I was a little under the weather, but still, it was great to see you. And, and to see the nation rocking on our first home game, it was crazy. It was crazy in the house, and Kingsford Kirk had it going on. So uh, you're welcome anytime, brother. And like he said, if you've never been to Oakland before they move or whatever they're going to do, get your ass in the seat. Because I'm telling you, talk to anybody that's been there. If you're a Raider fan, you got to get there, bro. Thanks for the call, man. And our next caller is the Raider Junkie. He's up in the house with Raider D. Uh, What's happening, brother? What's up, Raider Greg? Raider Randy, this is the Raider Junkie with my son, Raider D. Monique. On a happy Sunday, baby, we finally won. Raiders. Hey, I tell you what, the defense finally stepped up here. We got some three and out. The offense looked good. But, hey, the main thing is just win, baby. Yep, defense looked good, redeemed themselves a little bit. Hopefully uh, hopefully this will be uh, what changes them, you know, what they rally around and uh, this is how they play the rest of the year. But no complaints about the offense in the last three games. Yeah, and I can say it too. The offense looked good. You know what? Defense tipping up when they needed to. Hey, the bottom line, like I say, hey, it's a Raider win. I can't wait till next week. Hopefully we can pull out another victory. I hope Raider Nation will be there wherever we are out there in Baltimore. I hope a shout-out to uh, Big Sir Chopping Tan from Virginia. He might show up down there at the Raider Nation uh, tailgate down there in Baltimore. There's a lot of uh, silver and black out there that will show up. So I hope you all are out there. So, hey, Raider Nation, Raider Great. I like this victory. Hope next week it continue. You know what? We're looking good. Hey, let's just see what happens. Raider Nation, until next week, hopefully we get a victory down in Baltimore. Right, Daniel? Yeah. And I just one thing to say. Uh, was that DJ Hayden out there or was that somebody else in his uniform out there making those hits? Uh, I think that might have been in a posture. What do you think? That uh, might have been TJ Perry. Hey, but I like that start. I like that baby with uh, our, our, our rookies taking the start. Carl Joseph, baby, and I like that number forty-two. He brought he brought a little bit of the rock down there on that uh, up to the line, stopping the run. So he remind me uh, a lot of bringing in it like Lot did, just throwing his body in there. So let's see what happens next week. I hope he gets another start. Yeah, he looked like he was trying to knock people out. If he just lands one of those, I mean, wide receivers are gonna be scared. Yeah, right. I hope so. Hey, Raider Great, we'll see you down in December 6th yeah, against okay. the Big Bills game. We'll see you down at the Fat Boys and Barbecue. See you there. See you there. Raider Nation, we're out. Well, man, Daniel's hooked up. You got him pumped up for the Raiders. He's Raiders silver and black, I know, brother. Hey, I believe that our defense is finally starting to do a little gel. That was DJ Hayden. He played a great game. 
Uh, I don't think he had one penalty, if he had any. And he was sticking to players. He was around the ball a lot. T.J. Carey played excellently. Amerson is a monster. And Carl Joseph, I just think if this secondary flows like it did this last game, our linebackers are better. I think they're keeping their, their lanes. I think they're they're uh, watching the gaps, which is, you know, they have gap control finally for the first time in three games. Uh, I, I believe this could be a new direction. And I think if we play this way and put up, you know, 25 points a game, we, we'll win. We'll go to the playoffs if we can continue to get better. Can't stay where we are. We must improve. All right, man. I see both of you guys at the Bad Boys of Barbecue in December. Look forward to it. Let's have a beer, man. All right, man. Haven't heard this guy in a while. My good brother from East Los Angeles. Raider Juco's in the house. What's happening, bro? Oh, Sammy, Gregory, Randy. This is your boy, Raider Chuko from East LA, California. Uh, first and foremost, uh, I want to say something uh, with all your respect uh, to the whole uh, Raider Nation. Uh, fake don't matter and go fuck yourself. Uh, I guess you're broke now, bitch. And now that I got that out of my chest, I want to say, what the fuck? Fucking Raiders, man. They're fucking mentally, physically, and fucking uh, verbally abusing the fuck out of me. One week they make me feel good, one week they make me feel like we are the same old motherfuckers. And this fucking week, fucking defense showed up. I'm like, what the fuck? So I gotta say, man, Carl Joseph, you know, he's little. I'm motherfucking getting hit. He put some fucking hits out there, bro. He had, I think he had like 10 tacos. He, I think he fucking had the most tacos of the season. Not, not tacos, like taquitos. I mean, like, you know, he tacos them motherfucker. He fucking hurt the motherfucker. But, man, that was a, <laughs> that's a fucking game, bro. I like that game. We got to get better, man, Red Nation. We're not the same team from the past. We got talent. You know, we got fucking like eight new players. On the season, they gotta get the shit together. They gotta fucking sleep together, eat together, shit together, eat together, throw up together, do a whole bunch of shit together so they can freaking like each other, you know? Not everybody likes each other, you know? There's a bunch of different personalities in the locker room, you know? But um, I guess this weekend we saw, uh, you know, a little bit of what, what are we are going to be in the future. It wasn't dirty. But it was better than last week. Whoa, my God, way better than last week. And we beat the fucking crap out of the Titans. I mean, we hold them to three points for the first uh, half of the game. And then the second half, you know, we didn't do shit. But, you know, that's, it is what it is, you know. But I like what I saw, man. I, 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 I'm very, very happy, you know. I'm uh, I'm uh, uh, very uh, it, it, Enthusiastic. I don't know how to say it. Uh, something like that. About this season, we're gonna do a great thing. I really don't like that motherfucker Bruce Irvin. Yeah, I think he's uh, he wants to be something that he's not. I think he's kind of crazy too. The way he talks, you know, he's not no Khalil Mack. He's not gonna be a Khalil Mack because 
I mean, one-on-one, uh, -on -one, he can do nothing. Kaliomai has three motherfuckers chipping him, uh, fucking uh, uh, cock-blocking him and chop-blocking him and everything. Three. And this motherfucker is fucking single cover, and he can even freaking smell the quarterback's armpit. I mean, like, what the fuck, you know? You are a fucking uh, line. You don't know pass rusher, bro. You got to fucking... Uh, you know, go, go back and cover some motherfuckers out there, bro. But uh, other than that, you know, Sean Smith, you know, he had a good interception. You know, he, he's going to be good, bro. He's just, you know, I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe he uh, eat too much the last couple of weeks. Tacos or something, you know. And he had diarrhea or something, and he wasn't focusing. But, I mean, I like what I saw this, uh, this game. But, uh, anyway... Go Raiders, Raider Nation for life, bro. Bleed, silver, and black. Raiders lose to tie. Raider Nation to I die, homie, no matter what. And I'm never going to touch up about the Raiders. I'm never going to say, uh, fuck you, season, like, see uh, money. Nah, man. That's your team, bro. Come on, bro. You put those clothes on your fucking body every weekend, bro. No, no matter what happens, you, you know, don't fucking wish us like that, bro. I mean, I know we... We're struggling and stuff, but come on, bro. I mean, I know you're emotionally, but if you're emotionally at home and you can say we suck, yes, we suck, but don't freaking say that. Fuck this shit. This is over. It's only two games, bro. Come on, man. Love you, man. Love you, Red Nation. Love you, Red Gray, Red Randy. I was out there for the Falcons game. I wasted a lot of money for that game. I was up there in the suite. I ain't trying to brag or nothing, but. That was the only fucking ticket I could got. Everything was fucking sold out. It was, it was, it was good, bro. It was, a, it was a good experience. But anyways, go Raiders. Raiders for life. I'm out. Well, there you go. You know, like I said earlier, four games in order to gel. Offense, defense, special teams. After this fourth game, this should be who we are. We should settle into uh, these roles. So I'm hoping... Now, Bruce Irvin, I got to give him credit, bro. He didn't have that much trouble this game. Uh, this game with the Titans, he did different things. They asked him to do different things. Uh, those cross blitzes were perfect. He fit right in that. Uh, Carl Joseph, 10 tackles, bro. You know he's going to be the man. If he can stay healthy, uh, he's got no limits. And that's what we needed in this game. And that's what we're going to need in the next game. We're going to need him to cover like a wild man because they have two people that could burn us to death over the top. And Flacco can hurl that rock, bro. But uh, I love the attitude, man. You are silver and black. We all are. And you're right. Every Sunday, I mean, even C-Money, who, who's a little on the negative side, uh, you know, even him, he's watching every game, bro, no matter what. And uh, we're all frustrated to some degree. But we're 2-1, and one, brother. I ain't going to complain about that in a three-game season so far. That's pretty good. So let's just see us go into Baltimore and get her done. Love the take, brother. Take care. Our next caller from deep in the valley, Raider Nate, is in the house. What's up, man? Yo, what's up? Raider Nate from deep up in the valley, Fresno, no town. 
What up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy? Well, three games in, man, this guy ain't falling. It's not falling. He got that win, two and one. Um, ecstatic. It's like 11 p.m. right now. About to get to bed, but uh, what a win! Good win for the Raiders. We're on top, uh, above 500. Keep it moving, man. It's gonna be a tough game next week against Baltimore. But, uh, man, it seems like we can win on the road now. Let's just win those home games. How about that? All right. Just a few things real quick. Um, don't want to mention no names, but Derek Carr is a real deal. I know I'm a homer because I'm from Fresno, but uh, Derek Carr is a real deal. He's a quarterback. And uh, we haven't had a good coach in years. So, uh, Jack Dale, real real deal. Just saying. Um, Raider Nation, man. Good victory, good win. It's going to be a good week, man. Flyer colors all week, man. Can't wait to freaking uh, go against Baltimore next week, man. Let's do it. Let's bring it to them. All right, go Raiders. I'm out. Yeah, there's no question that Derek Carr is the man. He is our quarterback. He's also growing. He's also learning. And he also has to listen to Musgrave and work that offense. So, hey, man, this kid is pretty damn good compared to a lot of other teams. Just look at where we've been and how many quarterbacks we've been through in the last 13 seasons, and that should tell you everything. Coach Del Rio is a Raider. He is the Raiders right now. He's the face of the Raiders as far as I'm concerned. When he talks, he talks with confidence. I like this coach. And uh, let's just hope that the coaching staff continues to grow like they are. And 2-1, and one, talking about flying colors, I'm seeing the Raider Nation freaking everywhere. When I'm wearing my colors, let me tell you, it's a connection. As you well know, everyone out there, you see your brothers and sisters in silver and back. you got to yell it. Raiders! Do it all the time, bro. Thanks for the props. Take care. And our next caller from Long Island is Johnny Raider. Hey, man. What's happened on the East Coast, bro? Raider Greg, what up? Johnny Raider, Long Island, checking in again on Monday morning. Uh, Not a pretty win, but it's not a freaking beauty contest, is it? We'll take it. Another game I thought we were going to lose, and we ended up pulling it out. Uh, the dropped passes and the called back touchdown, uh, I was sure that game was going the other way. But this is a different Raider team. They're learning how to win slowly but surely. I thought James and Joseph did a nice job on the defense. Didn't hear their names a lot, which is not always a bad thing. Saw them flying around the football a little bit. I like it. Let's get another one next week. Yes, James and Joseph seems to make a huge difference. That's a change, uh, moving people around, moving people around that in positions that might be better. You know, let's just see how it pans out. But like I say, we're moving as a team. We're growing as a team. And we got one more game to finish the quarter of the season. And uh, we can reflect on who we are after those four games because that's going to say... A whole lot about this team. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller is Johnny Utah. 
You'll never guess where he's from. <laughs> What's up, brother? Raider Nation, this is Johnny Utah, representing from Roy, Utah. Love the Raiders. Okay, I want to talk about the bad about the game first, get that out of the way. A lot of drop passes. You know, the second half, we looked like our offense was on cruise control, just trying to keep the lead and not really getting it out there. But, and our run defense is questionable and no pass rush. Okay, we'll get that all out of the way. We all saw these things. We know this. But the good, the defense stepped up. Gives me hope. The coaching staff finally gets it. They're, they're moving on. And Joseph looks really solid, looks great. Uh, love, love, love our stable running backs. They're great. Um, I may even be coming around and liking Murray a little bit. Don't tell anyone. Okay, the best part is that we are two and one. We won, baby, two and one. If we can get the offense from game number one to work with the defense from game number three, I think we could win. We could be a great team this year. It's going to happen. Go Raiders! Out. Well, you know, I think that's exactly what's going to happen. That's why I said, like I, I've said a few times now, we're gelling. Uh, by the fourth game, we should see who we are. And if we could just keep this tempo, a little bit better offense, a little bit better offense, a little bit better defense, uh, we we will be a, a team to be reckoned with this season. That is a fact. There will be no easy Raider games for anybody on the schedule. That's for sure. Our next caller from Delano, California, the Valley Raider. It's in the house. What you got for us, brother? Raider Greg. Raider Randy, this is the Valley Raider calling from Delano, California. Just finished watching the Raiders and the Tennessee Titans game. All I got to say is R-E-L-A-X. Relax. I heard last week's podcast, everybody's trying to fire Jack. Trying to get rid of Kenny, that he can't that he can't really be a good defensive coordinator. All of us need just need to relax. It's week. It's we're gonna start week four of the regular season. Basically, these last three games are like preseason games. You gotta wait to start hitting on all cylinders. Um, last yesterday yesterday's game, I started noticing that a little a little better coverage on the tight end. I I saw that they were putting I think DJ Hayden. Uh, on on tight ends, which I think is a great idea. Uh, taking Keeney out and putting James in there looked like he was stuffing the run. Uh, I'm not saying that it looked that that it looked ten times better, but it's improving. But we just got to give him time. And listening to the Raider Nation, I'm kind of disappointing in the Raider disappointed in the Raider Nation that they just want to scrap everything and start from, start over. And no, no, we got to. This is all a process. Even you, Raider Greg. Talking to, talking about you wanted CO more back. See, is garbage. If he was any good, we wouldn't have got rid of him two years ago when we really sucked. I mean, come on, let's be real. Um, and then I got to hit on I got to hit on another thing. I heard him the first time when he called in, and and I stay quiet. I haven't called in a while, but I heard him on the last podcast again, running on the same thing. That C money clown. Come on, man. Hugh Jackson. Uh, do you even watch football? Have you even seen Cleveland lately? I mean, come on. Hugh Jackson. 
What a joke. Anyway, that's all I got to say right now. This is the Valley Raider, and I'm out. Very good call, brother. Very good call out, by the way. Yeah, I know. I do get emotional. You've listened to me for a while. I get very emotional. You know, I don't give up, but I can certainly say what I see. And see money has always been <laughs> the way he is. And uh, we're not going to throw the baby out with the bathwater in this case. Ken Norton did. And I don't know if it was him or Jack. doesn't matter to me. The team, the coaches got it together and fixed this defense. And I told you guys again that it would take four games to gel. I'm relaxing, but you're looking at, you know, we're so excited about what we have. And when we blow it like we have been, uh, the last game we lost at home, um, we should have won that game. But let's not go back. We can only move forward. And I think for sure we can beat the Ravens. If we come as our team, we can. And I say we, we can be positive. But you can't drink all the Kool-Aid either. We've been through it for so long. Bro, there's a lot of people, <laughs> including myself, that has seen too much in the last 13 seasons. 14, really. So we'll just take it a game at a time. That's what I've been trying to call, tell myself this whole year. i got to do a game at a time and see where we are. I do believe that we might be turning the corner. We'll know for sure after this Sunday, bro. Great call. Love the passion. Keep it going, bro. And our next caller is Raider Bubba from Turlock, California. What's going on, Bubba? Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Bubba from Turlock, California. Yeah, that Turlock, California, where I can go into town and eat food named after Kaepernick. Yeah, fuck that guy. Anyway, uh, loved the game yesterday. Um, defense, um, just, I mean, schematically, totally different. I mean, they showed a lot of different looks. Um, Corey James, man, is that dude fast. And uh, I just see him getting, like, bigger, muscularly. And just smarter. I just see a good future for him. Uh, Carl Joseph. Oh, man. That dude wants to be on every tackle. He is so, so into into this. I just love it. Um, uh, schematically, uh, how many times did uh, James and Malcolm Smith do a double A gap or a cross dog uh, blitz? I love seeing that. Both those guys are so fast on a A gap blitz. Uh, that was effective. Love seeing it. Um, uh, Smith and Emerson, real good, real good game, especially Smith needing to bounce back. But I, you know, I told my buddies, you know, Mariota, he's not the pocket passer, but it's still good tune up. We're going to get better. Um, what else? So offense, you know, I wasn't too mad at Musgraves, uh, this game, uh, even though we went scoreless second half, I think a lot of that was, uh, drop passes and car, uh, he had a real average day. Uh, drop passes hurt. He he overthrew a lot, but you know what? That's going to happen. He's going to get better. Seth Roberts, man, um, I just fall more and more in love with that guy. Total man crush. I love it. He's he's a stud. Uh, running backs, you know, uh, 
people like to hate on Murray, but uh, it's still we're still real efficient in the running game. I just see that getting bigger and better and stronger. Um, so that's it. Uh, good win. We're going to go into Baltimore, and we're going to going to take the greatest show on earth over there. We travel well. It's going to be awesome. Thank you, Raider Greg. Thank you, Raider Randy. That's Raider Bubba. I'm out. Very good call, brother. Very good call. Uh, Seth Roberts, I didn't say anything. I should have because he's like the unsung hero. He's always open. Uh, when you have Crabtree and Cooper, I mean, Seth has got the advantage in a lot of ways. Not saying that he's not covered even, but he's got great running skills, great run after catch. Uh, he's got great yak, by the way, <laughs> yards after catch. So, um, yeah, he's a good dude. I like him. I love his attitude, too, because he is fast as hell, as you could see in that last touchdown. Murray, yeah, I dogged on Murray, too. He still runs too upright for me, but damn, he's making it happen. I got nothing to say other than run the way you want, man, because at six over six yards of carry, I'm going to shut up because he is making it happen. Um, so Murray's, our running backs are scary. They're scary for other teams because they don't really know exactly what's going to happen. Uh, I like that part of our offense, and I think we should beat the Ravens. We should bring the show to the Ravens' door and close their cage. Kaka! Thanks for the call, bro. And next from El Centro, California, Raider Loon is in the house. What's happening, my brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Loon from El Centro, California. Raider Nation, we are 2-1. and one. We should be 3-0. and oh. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, thoughts on the game. Uh, defense took a couple steps forward into being watchable. They did buckle a couple times in this game that was reminiscent of what we've seen the prior two weeks. But bottom line is we got the W and winning is winning. We did get lucky. Um, a lot of drop passes by receivers. That shit is not going to fly when we start getting into tougher competition. And, um, I mean, you got to be lucky to be good and good to be lucky, right? So um, I'm just happy we got the win, man, because winning starts between the years. And uh, great players are seemingly born with this mentality, that winning mentality. And when a team starts winning, it starts developing players with this mentality. And, you know, to have a whole team believe that they can go on the field and win any game when they step out on there, Man, that's what you want as a team, and hopefully we start developing that soon. We get more of these wins. Anyways, man, there's, I can't really be negative or anything like that because, like I said, just win, baby. Raider Loon, this is Raider Nation, and I'm out, man. One love. That's true, brother. We're 2-1. and one. We all see the team. We all see what the shortcomings are. We also see improvements. We also see that there are possibilities, which is something that's been lacking for a long time. So it's great that the coaching staff made adjustments. I am so freaking overjoyed that we don't just play the same thing over and over each game and fall. So I love the adjustments. Let's do it again this, this game. And our young, young team, you know, like I said, if we win three games out of the first four, we're going to start to roll. And I love that. Winning begets winning. You know how it happens. You explained it perfectly, bro. 
And our next caller from Connecticut, it's Just Win Johnny. I like it. What's happening, my brother? Share with us what you got for the Raiders. What's up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy? This is Just Win Johnny, repping the Raider Nation in Connecticut. Calling off a win over the Titans. Feels good. Feels good. Defense actually showed a little spark there. They won us that game. A little disappointed in the offense, but you know, still good in the season to be two and one. And uh, I was excited to actually see Sean Smith been dogging him. I'd like to see a lot more out of that guy. But it was nice to see him get a pick, clutch time of the game, and help the defense actually seal the win. Just got an ESPN alert. Sad to see Marcel Reese let go. I know that we have a big stable of running backs, and the offense is basically got Alawali. And the offense is doing well. So I know he was on suspension. It's just sad to see him go. He's a real devoted player to the team. And uh, he basically was a big mismatch nightmare. And people always throw him the bomb and see the fullback come out of nowhere and he'd land those big plays for us. But, you know, there's no room for him anymore, I guess. And Reggie, you got to have faith. Reggie knows what he's doing. But I'd like to see Khalil Mack get moved around more. I hear a lot of fans calling in with the same perspective. It's just ridiculous to me that they have this guy's hand in the dirt every single time. Why can't they just, you know, he could, every other play, they can alternate. They need to scheme him better. This guy's vanishing in games. We have a superstar here. And they're just not playing him like they did last year. It's just a little disappointing. I'm still shaking my head over the loss to the Falcons. The opening, opening home opener, and we're losing to the Falcons. That was supposed to be, in my eyes, a guaranteed win. Ridiculous. But, you know, I'm happy for the victories we've had so far. It seems to be a promising season if this defense can actually continue on. I don't know what, what Norton's doing there, but uh, Del Rio needs to step in and start making some moves because, you know, it's a little scary for the thousand yards that are getting put on us. That's just ridiculous a shame but you know moving forward also i want to see cooper stop dropping the fucking ball it's ridiculous this dude uh, yeah he makes clutch plays for us but this dude is dropping simple passes just dropping them focusing on running down the field instead of actually completing the catch before he does so but hey like i said before i'm glad that we got the win over the Titans, and I'm looking forward to hopefully roughing up the Ravens. They have a real good squad this year so far, but we did some damage against them last year, and I'm looking forward to squeaking out another win and going to be 3-1. and one. Let's go, Raider Nation. Just win Johnny. Out. Nicely done, brother. Yeah, you know, Khalil Mack has been a non, non-factor. He's not a non-factor. Okay, they're double, triple teaming him every time, even with his hand in the dirt. I can only hope that this is just what they're trying to do at the beginning of the season, and they'll change up. They'll put someone else there and have him roaming around in the back as a linebacker. You know, that's where he would be most effective. Khalil Mack, uh, I just, you know, he lined up offsides twice in the game, which was just beyond me. You do it once, you can't do it a second time. There was one running play where he was at right end, and they they ran DeMarco Murray left, and he just ran right by him. He just I don't know if he, had, he knew he had the ball or not, and DeMarco Murray went screaming down the sideline. 
they're kind of running at him a little bit, letting him come upfield and running under him. It, to me, it's not just the sacks and everything, because even when he wasn't getting sacks as a rookie, he was a dominant, dominant run player, just a force. He's still decent, but there's some plays that, that, that Khalil's just not making here, Bill. I think he's trying too hard. You know, I, I think there's a frustration about, and he's hearing it a lot. W- what do the reporters go up and ask him? What's They're, wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, what's wrong? How come you're not getting sacked? Uh, and all of a sudden, I think that, and he's, and he's still young. This is his third year. So he starts thinking about this like, there's something wrong with me. I'm not getting sacked. So what do you do? You try press. too hard in your press. You go off sides to- or you line up off sides twice. And all of a sudden now you're focusing on getting to the quarterback versus just reading and reacting. And he's got to trust it, Pop. This is a guy that, you know, two dominant years, his rookie, second year, this guy played well. So you got it's, it's tough on him. And he's hearing all the noise, so he's starting to press like Bill saying instead of saying, it's going to turn. It is going to turn. Sometimes J.J. Watt doesn't get a sack every single game, but he gets double team. You look at certain guys, but he's got to trust that the process, he's got to trust that his athletic ability is going to make room for his gifts to shine, and he just got to trust it. Right now, this guy's pressing. People are doubling. He's starting to hear the noise, and I think right now he's under he's underachieving. So moving him around, I think, will come as the season develops as we develop a better defense. Uh, Let's hope that that's going to happen because we need that to happen. Our pass rush would impress everyone then. I haven't seen him really put a sack on anybody this year. So uh, we need him to work a little harder, get some more pressure, but I agree that they got to move him around, and I'm hoping that it's going to be later, a little bit later, maybe the next game, the game after, uh, you know, you want to, the defense has to change a little to keep the offense uh, on one leg. So I hope that they're doing that. I hope that that's part of the plan. Uh, we'll see. Thanks for the call, bro. Our next color from the Jersey Shore, the Ghost Raider. What's happening, brother? What's up, Raider Nation, Raider Greg, Raider Randy? This is the Ghost Raider home by way of the Jersey Shore. Man, I'm happy to be 2-1. and one. Uh, I don't know when the last time we saw two road wins to start the year was. Man, it's been a long time. But before I talk about the game, I just want to give a quick shout-out for me being all the way here in New Jersey. Uh, I don't know if you guys out on the West Coast get to appreciate how great of a fan base we have. I work at a small golf course over here in the Jersey Shore, and we have more Raider fans working here than Giants, Jets, anything, Patriots, you name it. You see Raider hats, Raider jerseys. I know we have a lot of bandwagon fans. I've been here since the beginning. But, but hey, I'll take it. Better than seeing those damn Bronco fans. But anyway, 2-1, and one, couldn't be happier. I'm somebody who likes to talk about the players that get bashed during our bad weeks, players that don't get appreciated, I think, the way they should. Number one being Sean Smith. When Reggie McKenzie signed him, I don't think he was expecting Sean Smith to hang with the likes of Julio Jones and Brandon Cooks. He's more of a coverage guy, press press corner. He's not going to be 
catching up with the guys that run the 4-2 flat. Another person, Derek Carr, the guy couldn't be playing better for us. He makes the right reads. He's not forcing passes. A lot of people talk about the tech downs. It's because he's not forcing the passes that he was in the past, throwing interceptions. He's checking down. Yeah, they're five-yard passes, but it's better than turning the ball over. One last person, Reggie McKenzie. How many people has this guy drafted that are playing for us at this point? Playing key possessions, key minutes. He's made moves like Michael Crabtree that have helped solidify the wide receiver two position for us. This guy, I know he's made some poor moves. Everybody was all over him for Sean Smith. Carl Joseph comes in in his first start and has 10 tackles. He, he, he's turned us from a bottom feeder, perennial 0-3 team at this point, to talking about a wild card, looking at the fact that we just won a conference game for a potential tiebreaker and wild card. I haven't had a thought like that since 2002. Anyway, I think I'm going over my time, but love what you guys do. Love the fact we're 2-1. and one. Anyone who says we could be 3-0 and or 0-3, it's easy to say, but we're 2-1. and one. We're in position to make the playoffs. Hopefully we don't see Denver. Go Raiders. Nice take, bro. Very nice. Well, yes, Sean Smith. Is looks looking like he found his place on the defense, finally. They're learning how to use him. And, well, I could go over another one, too, DJ Hayden, who I've been asking for to be cut this whole time. And he looks like he's starting to turn the corner. Looks like they're starting to use him in the right way. This defense is growing, and I think it'll continue to grow. It has to throughout the season. But we're 2-1, and one, like you said. And we're not 0-3, which is what it could be and what it has been for a long time. Two road wins is amazing. And Reggie, yeah, you got to give the guy props. Uh, We did give him crap. This is the NFL, and this certainly is the Raider Nation. And we are really tired of the buffoonery for so many years that it's easy to see the shortcomings. But it's good to have fans like yourself to point out the positives, and boy, there's a lot of them in the last few years as far as gaining talent, uh, players that are playing today, like you said, bro. Great call. And our next caller from New Jersey, the Jersey Boy Raider, is in the house. What do you got for us, brother? Hey, what's up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy? First time caller, this is Jersey Boy Raider calling from New Jersey. First off, Raider Greg, I just want to thank you for everything that you do. I've been listening for a long time, and I just got to start calling here for the East Coast, especially since I made my first trip out to Oakland last year with my father. I'm 46, he's 70. We're going to do it again this year for the Denver game. We're going to Baltimore this week. We've seen the Raiders many times on the East Coast. I cannot wait. So excited about this team. So just want to say, Raider Greg, Thank you so much for what you do. I really appreciate it. And, uh, hey, man, if you did one show a year, I'm listening, and I can't wait. So, first of all, I just want to say a few things about the game last week. You know what? It, it wasn't pretty. There were some things on the offense. We were lagging a little bit. Far was the first to say that. But the defense won the game. The defense obviously looked horrible the first couple of games. I think they are still gelling. There's a lot of new players on this team. I think Norton has to change things around, especially maybe going to a 3-4, getting Mack more involved. 
I don't think there's anything wrong with Mac. I just think that the system is not, well, let's face it, it's a different system than what he was producing last year. Um, big shout out to my boy David Amerson. He is amazing. I need to get his jersey, even though I will be wearing number four uh, this week, and I will get to him. But um, Amerson has been shut down, and he's solid. And I think with Sean Smith coming around, a little bit of a slow start, a little sluggish, but if he can get him, him going, you're bringing Joseph in, you have a lot of depth in the secondary that could not pass on the Raiders. And we'll tighten up the defensive line and get those linebackers involved. Got to get Irvin going, and I think the defense will be just fine. I have to say, I can, I've really never been so excited about a quarterback since Rich Gannon. Carr is not only learning each game, getting better. I love his positive attitude, and he is the ultimate leader, which is what you want from your quarterback. Love it. Love. I have so much confidence in him when he's out there on the field that he will get the job done. Coop and Crab, what can you say? Coop, I know he's still making some, having some drops here and there. A big third down drop in that game that could have put it away, but he's also learning. And the more that these two guys play together, him and Carr, they're only going to get better and better. And then having Crab there, he's just amazing. He's a first-down machine. He's great in hand. And that's the guy you're going for the two-point conversion. He's solid. Uh, I think it was automatic with him. So thank God we have him. Uh, running back by committee. Um, this is just the way to do it. I think Murray is awesome in, 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 with this committee because it, it doesn't put so much pressure on him. And he's producing. That's all we need for him is to produce. These guys are they're, they're, they're not selfish, and they're just doing a great job complimenting each other, especially in some of these hotter days where they're recycling their second running backs through. And it's probably going to be pretty warm in Baltimore again, so we should see that once more. Um, honestly, you got to cut down on the penalties. And, you know, special teams, what can you say? I'm never so excited about a punter, right? We always have a great punter, but having King out there, I mean, you know, maybe cut down some of the touchbacks, but I'm telling you, man, he, he is such a weapon. Of course, we've got to love Janney. I just love everything about this team right now. I'm really excited. I mean, I've been a Raider fan all my life, and I just think it's the first time that the Raider Nation come together. And in Baltimore, this will be my fourth trip, and I've never seen us win there. I've seen the Raiders win once in about 12 <laughs> games out here in the East Coast. We're finally winning games on the East Coast. And I think Sunday, what the Ravens think are riding high with a 3 start, a little better than I thought. But you know what? We're going to put it all together, the offense and the defense this week. I think the Raiders are getting a taste of what it's like to win, okay, to be a team. We're hungry, and the Raider Nation will be in full effect. Let me tell you, it's the entire weekend. Anybody has been out here, Baltimore, New York, Philly, oh, you have no idea what it's like to go in this. I'm from Philly. To go into Philly as a Raider fan or anybody wearing a different color, it's almost as bad as the Black Hole. It's not worse. So you know what? You have representation everywhere. When they say the Raider Nation, it truly is the Raider Nation. Being out in Oakland makes me feel like I'm official. And Raider Greg, I did not see you in the parking lot that day against the Chiefs that we lost. But, man, I want to give you a big hug and say thank you. So, brother, I'm out. Jersey boy Raider. Go Raiders. Just win, baby. First, let me say thank you for being such a loyal fan of the show. That's really cool. I know there's a lot of guys out there that aren't calling in. This is good. Uh, call in if you can. This guy with your dad. Really? Uh Great job, uh, family going to games. Yeah, it's been tough for the East Coast trip for the Raiders for many years. All you fans out there know, you go to those games, it's been abysmal. But I think the worm has turned. I think the Ravens know it. I know the Raiders do. Let's get this W over there in Baltimore. And I am not surprised at all uh, that the Raider Nation is showing up big time. Uh, it is a big time 
fan base, man. Uh, the people that talk about it, they don't even know it. Uh, because until you're a Raider fan and you go to these games all over the country, you realize how huge this following is. Bro, thank you for all the props. I wish I'd have seen you at the game. Um, but we'll get together again. I'm going to be around for a long time, God willing. And thank you for that call. Very well done, bro. Well, that is it for this edition of the Raider Nation podcast. Two and one, Raiders. Let's make it three and one now. If we can win this road game, it will prove a lot because we're making a lot of trips back east. We have Jacksonville and Tampa Bay coming up. Uh, That's all long distance. We're supposed to stay there for that week. Uh, They need to do that. But this is tough on any team. The Raiders can eke out wins in these tough situations. Man, we got to be looking at something, and maybe even the playoffs. Great job, Raiders. I can't believe we're doing one. It's a miracle, and I am out. <laughs> <laughs>